This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 30. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Okay, I reckon in yourself. <laughs> dandy? Can you be dandy? I don't know. I, you had, you weren't fine. I. You have to be fine and dandy. They work you, in tandem. You can't, you can't be just, I mean, you can be just fine. Right, you can be just fine, but you, you can't, can't be, be just dandy. No, you can't be just dandy. I'm pretty sure you can. No, you need to. Are you are you just dandy right now? I, I was. Well, then stop it. Now I'm feeling attacked. Yeah, you're probably going to get arrested. <laughs> Being over there all dandy. <laughs> you could be a dandy. Well, you can't. I don't think women can be a dandy. I don't think so either. But men can be. A, so I could be a dandy. Could be. Who are we kidding? I'm a dandy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even change my own oil Mm-mm. or wiper blades. I don't do any of that stuff, so no. So no. Yeah. I am a dandy, but I am not dandy. That's the takeaway. If you say so. I do say so. So uh, the clip out. We're talking about a bike or something, right? Yes. Uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. Go there, rate, review, subscribe. You can find us uh, wherever finer podcasts are sold. And by sold, of course, we mean... Free! Given away for free. So, uh, well, what else? Uh, you can review while we're on there. We have a new review. Let's hear it! We have a new zoo review coming right at you. <laughs> Ooh, that that uh, that nap really got your pep in your step. It did. <laughs> I got to take a nap. I got morning radio to do tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta get up extra early Not for me well, yeah. I get up at the same time that you get up to ride the bike yeah. I actually now have to wake up it's, <laughs> Oh, it's one day a week wah. She means me, not her Just yeah. for the record Yeah, that's why I'm saying wah <laughs> I don't the want end people of the all sentence. of a sudden be like Wait, she only rides the bike one day a week And oh. we're listening to her podcast? <laughs> like that's You're like, this is What were we thinking? So we do have a review From Kahawazi? It's K H A W Z Y. I feel like they're trying. Like I, in my head, it was going to be crazy. I think it is. Like it's a, it's a cute way to say crazy. I guess I felt like the W should have been in front of the A. Yeah. So it it spun me around. Okay. uh, But I will not hold it against them. I think that's smart. Because other than that, they seem like a very wise. So they said good things And seasoned individual They seem very They have an astute take on the show Okay, well, let's hear it Okay, so the leaderboard name is Chubby Bunny (laughs) Oh, wait, that makes me laugh (laughs) Hang on (laughs) I picture a little bunny (laughs) She's nuzzling a fictional bunny right now So Chubby Bunny says 
<laughs> okay, you're going to have to stop that. <laughs> Chubby Bunny says, should I read it in a little squeaky bunny voice? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chubby Bunny says, OMG, I love Tom. <laughs> Wait, it gets better. <laughs> Please never start writing. <laughs> It's way more interesting and funny that way. So, uh, so that's why you're saying this person is so smart. No, I just could tell going in. I hadn't really read that far ahead, mm-hmm. and uh, and but they do seem to really have their head on their shoulders. So, you know, I mean, that's what our public wants. At one person. Who am I to to? So, if the public wants something, you'll do it. Is what you're saying? If the public wants something that I also want. <laughs> Then yes, then yes, I will do that. Hmm. Uh, it seems. Uh, it seems kind of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chubby Bunny and I feel otherwise. <laughs> so there. Well, they have an adorable leaderboard name <laughs> and a wonderful outlook on the world. Well, they have a wonderful outlook on our podcast, and I very much appreciate that. But you still need to get on the bike So if you would like to go to iTunes And leave a review about how you think it's great That I don't ride the bike (laughs) We highly recommend that So uh, also don't forget We have a Facebook page Facebook.com slash the clip out And we have a brand spanking new Website Website at Theclipout.com Pretty creative huh <laughs> But it was still available So it seems silly to Yeah we snagged that up to, to, to not utilize that So we snagged it up So theclipout.com You can go there And uh, if you're at work And you don't want to download an episode You can stream it right through the episode at, On your computer Yep And uh, I don't think it's blocked by porn filters yet So Not yet So you should be fine There did I ever finish saying the name of our Facebook page? Facebook.com slash the clip out. You can go there, join our group, and just get pestered by us all week long. Wouldn't that be delightful? <laughs> Why, yes. So yes, it would. What do we have coming up on the show today? We have a lot of fun topics. We have the new flywheel bike got released, so we have to talk about that. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Uh, there was a brand new Peloton commercial and a brand new interface coming, so we have to talk about that. Okay. And we have to talk about uh, Peloton being featured somewhere. Okay. And we had a little We little, did we had a little St. Louis Peloton scare. We uh we did some sleuthing. Yes. We put on one of those old timey detective hats mm-hmm. and we got out a magnifying glass and we Busted what might or might not have been a Peloton imposter And we will tell you about that Yes And then of course our amazingly inspiring interview with Chris Gallant Awesome Well then let's dig in shall we It's time for news of the Peloton Flywheel Can I tell you what I think of whenever I hear the words flywheel Sure I'm a comedy nerd <laughs> as a, uh, In addition I to, know. to a regular nerd Right uh, But I'm also a comedy nerd And Groucho and Chico Marx It is actually pronounced Chico Just I, for the A lot of people say Chico I would never and think a, to tell you you were wrong Sure, but I mean a lot of people say Chico And a lot of people are wrong It's, <laughs> it's, it's Chico So anyway They had a short-lived radio show where they played kind of bumbling detectives, and it was called Flywheel, Shyster, and Flywheel. Really? And so whenever, whenever I hear Flywheel, I think of a short-lived 
Groucho Marx show where he played a borderline criminal. Huh. So, and he actually recycled the name. They u- they did use the name Flywheel for Groucho Marx in one of their later films called The Big Store, which is absolutely not worth watching. So if uh, <laughs> that might be too hard harsh, but if you were going to start with the Marx Brothers, don't don't start with that. Okay. Do well. a duck soup or something like that. Animal crackers. You'll be much happier. So anyway, enough of that. Flywheel has decided <laughs> that they're going to make a bike for your home. Mm-hmm. They did. And it's available for people that already are flywheel people. <laughs> yeah, only only flywheel people so far. Because they have a limited production. Yeah. There's just the three of them, really. <laughs> we don't know how many they yeah. have, but... It, it will be interesting, you know, I mean, I, I you brought up a really good theory about, you know, you have to hurry up and buy now if you're interested. I, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. I think, yeah, I think it's a marketing thing where, one, I don't think, I, I have two schools of thought kind of running in tandem that don't necessarily contradict each other. I think, on the one hand, they don't know how many they were going to sell, and they didn't want to end up with a warehouse full of bikes. And additionally, they want to be able to say look how fast it sold out so i think they did a pretty limited run so they could be like oh man they flew out the door yeah so i don't know how in-depth you looked at, at the pictures and stuff that i posted on the clip out um the clip out facebook page i am a happily married man and <laughs> i don't look at other at home exercise bikes i i'm so proud of you yeah i'm i'm touched i take fidelity very serious thank you well, it looks like a Peloton backwards. So the flywheel is in the back, not right. in the front. Several people commented on that and uh, said that they would feel like they would be <laughs> like top heavy and like the bike would go flying because if you're up in third position, that that would be it would feel unsafe and unstable. Um, and then interesting that the weights, I thought it was interesting. I guess that they're in their studios. This is how it works. So it's probably not that interesting to anybody who's done flywheel, but they're not hand weights. They're like bars, like they're sticks. And they're, they look, it, it looks like, like two. Poles. Yeah, it did. And it also looked like an umbrella stand on the front of the bike. Cause that's where, that's where the sticks go. You like put them in front of the bike. It's very weird looking. It's like antennae. Gets <laughs> <laughs> really good reception. I, I think the only thing I really liked about the look of the bike was blue. I, I like the color blue. Um, I like I've always been a fan of the color blue. It's always been my favorite color. And so I certainly love everything about Peloton. But if it was blue, it would not break my heart. That would be cool. But I'm used to the orange. I don't hate it. And so where do you go to flywheel now? Is that like chain of stores? Yeah, from my understanding, it's like seven stores. I I read briefly about it. It was it's a very limited amount of chains. So the only way to get a bike is if you're already like a member at one of their stores. Mm -hmm. That seems like a really effed up business model. Well, I guess it's to start. I mean, it seems like you're cannibalizing your own base. I agree. It's like saying, thanks for coming in. Here's a bike. Go away. Yeah, I guess um, they also have bar studios. So I guess they do bar also. Uh, you might have heard of that before. Like it's, no, it's a, about exercise. No, I haven't. It's a workout that it simulates like um, like a ballerina workout. Okay. Um, and so those workouts, I don't know how many of those chain stores they have, but I know that there are several of them. And 
my understanding is that the flywheel anywhere, you can also do the bar program at home gotcha. as well. So, I mean, for, and it mirrors like a baller. You said a ballerina. Well, okay. I mean, you know, like, do they just send somebody over to your no, house? No, and no, no matter no. how thin they you are, they tell you you're fat. <laughs> Oh, he's joking for anybody who just got offended. Well, um, that's what they do to ballerinas. <laughs> it's not I, all they do. I'm on the ballerina side. It's it's a workout that involves, you know, how they have the bar on the wall. And so they yeah. do the workout, like all the stretching and they have like the, the plies and etc. It's doing all those moves, but not to but not with the end goal being that you're going to dance. The end gotcha. goal being that you're in shape. And you have hopefully a better self-esteem Than a ballerina does Because they're really mean to them I don't think that's all they do I saw Black Swan So I know everything there is to know about ballerinas And this is exactly how it works Well thanks for clearing that up No problem Why do you think it's called the Nutcracker? You shouldn't have to spell these things out for you And while we're on the topic Even though this isn't on the topic Why aren't valets called ballerinas? I don't know. At least the female valets. I, I don't know. Although are male ball are the are the men called ballerinas too? I don't ballerinos. I think I don't know. They've always just been dancers. I don't know. So thanks for tuning in to Ballerina Talk. Yeah, <laughs> which I am know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. Clearly. clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so what's this? Uh, what's this contraption going to set you back? About seventeen hundred dollars. That's that's if you don't buy the monitor. That's right. It doesn't come with a monitor. You have to spend another $400 to get the monitor. And by the way, the monitor is 15.6 inches as opposed to Peloton 21 and a half inches. Yes, size does freaking matter. Yeah, if match.com has taught me anything. <laughs> and you can you can use your phone. You can stream it to the TV. They appear to have an app because you can use your phone. So those are all options. It's nice to have options, I guess, but I don't know how that's any different than Peloton. What really bothered me about the whole thing, bothered might be too strong. It was just, it just. Irked. Irked. You're irked. I am irked. You're like Urkel. <laughs> that's spelled differently, but yes. Oh, okay. The FAQs that they put out. Right. Basically look like they just ran through the Facebook page And I saw several people commenting on this And I could not agree more That it, it looks like they just went through all the complaints that ever come up And then and then just put in an FAQ about them Like for instance the pause button was addressed right. on the flywheel So they have a pause button They do have a pause button And <laughs> that's about all they have They don't even have they don't even have classes set up yet Like well, there are not, no live classes yet What I thought you know my my big question again from a from a business model standpoint Is that if they're making that few of the bikes It's not going to make a lot of financial sense for them to offer a lot of classes online Maybe that's their whole idea Maybe they're always just going to be recorded And you just don't do live classes right. like Maybe they're not trying to do live classes Because the other thing is They didn't push any of the instructors Like they didn't talk about who the instructors are Anything right. about them There was nothing about I instructors I feel like they're just going to go into one of their existing stores And film it Which then makes you have to wonder What the production quality will be Because Peloton is very high production quality it, it does make you wonder that Because if you look at just the screen grabs Not impressive yeah. Like it was an instructor in front of I guess their giant logo on the wall And I was not impressed yeah. Like it looked It looked like a kiddie show version Of what Peloton has going on Now I will also say In their defense Yeah The Peloton people 
it's highly unlikely anybody was ever going to throw away their Peloton bike and cancel their Peloton subscription to run over to Flywheel. Like you, you're already invested if you own a Peloton. I mean, I agree with that. And so while it is a Coke and Pepsi thing, when you if you drink Pepsi, Pepsi doesn't charge you two thousand dollars and then forty dollars a month, and then if you want a Coke, you've wasted. The, the, the Pepsi You know yeah, what I mean Yeah But if you're going to Okay so Here's the thing When it comes to innovation It's great to be the guy The first one But it's 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 even better To be the guy After the guy Right We've talked about it, this If you do it right But I don't think They did it right yeah. And that's That's what I'm getting at Because none of this None of this is like Taking Peloton And pushing Pushing Peloton So far It's just like We're gonna copy Everything Peloton did Like that's but, That's it But with a pause button With a pause button <laughs> And they had a racing feature on there, but it's like I, I mean I can't imagine. I don't. Well, know. I can't For support. Me, well, I don't even know what what purpose racism would have with the bike. <laughs> racing. That's, oh, not racing. Racism. Oh, that's different. I don't know. The whole thing just it's like. Obviously, I'm not going to give up my bike. I love my bike. I love Peloton. I love the community. But to me, it just seems like a desperate grab at. People they're not actually trying To build anything they're not actually they Didn't put the time in to build it from the ground up They didn't put the time in To build a community they didn't Put the time in from what it looks like to Even put instructors front and Center so it's like They want to be Peloton but They didn't capture the essence Of Peloton it's just a Peloton Looking thing and and Somebody else posted a picture Of a life cycle Bike, um, and I don't remember who it was. Uh, Ken, I believe, and and he was pointing out that it looks exactly like the Lifestyle 4.0 bike, and it does. Like it looks exactly, and so I mean, it's just a it's just a spin bike that you go to any any gym and get, and that's not what you get from Peloton. So I mean, and there's not even enough of a price break difference. There's not enough of a pricing difference to justify the fact that you're not getting the community. You're not getting the 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 amazing customer service and the content. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I would and think, the amazing instructors. Yes, yeah, I would think if you're just Joe Blow sizing up bikes from you know for the first time, and if you do any amount of digging and you see the amount of Content that Peloton has for you at this moment in time compared to what Flywheel has. I mean, it's it's got to be night and day. I would think. I mean, I, I guess it just depends. I know there's people out there that don't view money in the same way I do. Like for example, I know that when I say sixteen hundred dollars, sorry, uh, I know that people, for example, would look at sixteen hundred dollars and say, "Well, that's a lot cheaper." But I want the built-in monitor. Like, just that's just a deal breaker for me. So then I have to add another four hundred dollars on. I still have to pay for the shipping and there's no financing available, at least that they mention on their website. So to me, I did I didn't finance this bike, so I probably wouldn't have financed their bike, but Bragger. but by the time you get to your two thousand dollars and Peloton's twenty five hundred dollars, not including shipping either way, and, and it's exactly the same price for shipping. They're using XPO, again ripping <laughs> off Peloton. So and, maybe you'll get lucky and they'll deliver you a Peloton by accident. <laughs> That would make somebody's day <laughs> And um, and it's exactly the same price as Peloton It's $40 a month Could they be any more transparent With their Peloton envy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Well, enough about Flywheel Yeah That's more than enough Okay 
There's a new Peloton commercial Yeah Super exciting new commercial came out And for anybody who did not see it You absolutely need to go and look at Facebook.com slash the clip out Or go to the Peloton Facebook page They have the commercial posted It aired the other night during Monday Night Football And it showed the new interface That is coming to Peloton So the entire screen has a completely different look to it So that'll give people something new to complain about Oh yeah There were (laughs) I mean the post was up I kid you not 60 seconds And there were already people I don't like it I was just like Can you wait till it shows up On your screen It's like every It's like every time They change something On Facebook This is awful Yeah But there, there were a lot More positive comments Though I I didn't stick around To keep reading Because it would just Make me angry But mostly The feedback was very good And um, it's it, I think it looks great They've got You still have your Leaderboard name The heart rate zones Are up on the Left hand side Do they put power zones On the tablet No power zones uh, On the tablet Doesn't mean it's not Coming at some point Sure But it's not here yet And uh, it's It's got a really nice Interface at the bottom Shows you all your stats It just It's it's very sleek And nice looking Is there a filter For for sexy people No filter for sexy people yet Good so. It is officially released Tomorrow though If anybody Does not know And I don't know If they'll be listening Because I have no idea When I will post but this episode Yeah I say It's tomorrow From Tom- when we're, we're Recording this Right So the official release Is on the 17th Which is Friday And I don't know When I'm going to post this But in case anybody gets to this podcast before they update their bike, go update your bike. It's probably going to be a a long download. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and I have to say one more thing about the commercial. One of my favorite things about it was that Jackie Mendelson (laughs) is in the front row of one of the instructors. I believe it was Alex. And you can see Jackie smiling. If anybody knows Jackie, you know that she always has this. Big huge smile on her face And she's in the front row And she's so adorable And she got to be in the commercial <laughs> That's awesome Yes So fitting She's officially a Pelo celeb She is <laughs> She already was <laughs> But now it's cemented It they is They can never take it away from you Never You were in You were on Monday Night Football I know right Think about that Go Jackie <laughs> InStyle Magazine Yeah Has a spread A little Christmas spread They did yeah So our our friend Melissa uh, She posted She has Peloton She lives here in St. Louis And she uh, posted on the Pel- the OPP That Peloton was listed In the InStyle Magazine For like cool gadget gifts Cool things to give for Christmas So that was awesome It's in the middle of all these wonderful Ads It's just Sitting there in the middle Of the page All pretty yeah, looking it's, it's not an ad That they bought no. It's like an editorial piece yeah. About here are cool things That peop- that you could get For, for Christmas Yes Like Oprah's the, favorite things But in For style. the holidays Yes Excuse me. Yes I think it was like Holiday gift giving guide Or something yeah. like that um, But it was very similar To like Oprah's favorite things Right It's just nice It's kind of cool To see Peloton Popping up Kind of in the Pop culture consciousness like Yeah it absolutely is Speaking of the Peloton pop culture Leslie Jones Yeah Probably my favorite Current SNL cast member She's Like I'm not just saying that Because she came up In conversation No you've said that Since the very first time She appeared The first time Very first sketch She was in You were You had a You had a crush on Leslie Jones from day one a comedy I'm, crush A comedy I'm a happily married man honey I Right Yeah But uh You are I was like what I am a happily married but man But you could still have a crush <laughs> And you and you had a comedy crush Day one Absolutely Leslie Jones I instantly I was like If Because she doesn't fit The traditional comedy mold Like there are comedy Art 
types right. that SNL is used to kind of like, okay, this is a Will Ferrell type. This is an Adam Sandler type. This is a Bill Murray. So she doesn't fit that type for nope. a myriad of reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Which is part of what makes her great. But it also makes it difficult sometimes for for the people that are used to kind of it's a factory it's a machine they they have a system and then they get this person that doesn't fit the system right and i so i i mean i said instantly if they can figure out what to do with her she's going to be a big damn star you did and i was right <laughs> you were they're nailing it i i feel like the longer she's on snl the better it gets so yeah. they're clearly getting comfortable with like writing her into th- more things right. and yeah i i love leslie jones i wasn't sure at first i wasn't it wasn't love at first leslie for don't, me don't question me i i'm just saying Especially i'm just being honest when it comes to comedy well, tell him, tell him what you saw. What happened? So she uh, she tweeted about Peloton. Yeah. On the Twitter. Because <laughs> that's where you do the tweeting. That is. And uh, and so uh, she said, I will correct her typo. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she tweeted a, uh, a picture of her workout. She's right. She's she's riding a Peloton. Yeah. And she tweeted a picture of I don't know what they call it Like, like the, the screen at the end Yeah okay. That says like It shows like what class You just took Right And your stats Your, your output and all that And uh, and her instructor Was Dennis Morton Yay Dennis the, Morton The Morton fisherman And <laughs> she says I love this guy On my Peloton bike With two exclamation points uh, His classes are so fun He is so positive too So Yay So we have a new Celebrity who yeah. has a Peloton. And then what did you say? I told her she should come on the show. <laughs> it was she not, has not answered. It was not commented. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, so I thought that was cool. And Dennis Morton will be on the show in yes, a few weeks. Yes, he's going to be on the show. And it's he's he's that's going to be a great conversation. I think it will as, as well. So we did some sleuthing. We did. We were like the, the Hardy Boys about <laughs> A Hardy Boy and Nancy Drew. I was like, this is turning into some slash fiction, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm gonna, Uh-oh, the you know eyebrows what, went up. I know what I'm going to use the magnifying glass for. <laughs> you should not need one. <laughs> anyway, there, our friend Melissa, again, sent yes. us a picture. Melissa's very active on the podcast lately. Yeah. She sent us a picture of a new strip mall that's yes. being built right here in St. Louis. Yeah, we were we're finally getting a strip mall in St. Louis. We're very <laughs> excited, and uh, one of the stores and the the individual lit letter signs that they hang over the stores in a strip mall says Peloton, which caused us to raise an eyebrow, not in a sexy way, no, but in a quizzical way. Yes, and so we don't really know the full story, but apparently this is. Not It's not our Peloton It's not the Peloton That we have a podcast Dedicated to It is not And so We don't know what it's about Just yet Because it hasn't been built yet Yes But we're going to keep A close eye on it And we We uh, we think someone Had a talking Gave them Sat them down And gave them a talking to It does sound that way So it will be interesting To see What that sign Gets changed to It will It also has to be Very bad news Because I used to uh, Manage a comic book store Hang on I'll let you Get unshocked <laughs> And when they And they opened A second location And that's the one I managed And so I was very involved With the opening Of the store And I know how expensive 
expensive those signs can be and now they well, got to throw it away. Think, I don't think the sign is even up. That was like a rendering. It was a it's a, oh, it was a that re- was like a sign that's like a rendering of the stores that are coming. Oh, okay. And and it like listed out all of the stores that were coming. So I don't think that they've spent the money well, on that's the sign good yet. For them at least. Yes. Like I was like, "Oof, those signs are yeah. not cheap." Yeah, it was it was a rendering. And it was a false alarm And I got so excited I squeed in the car Because I thought that that meant Luckily you have leather seats (laughs) Wipes right up I thought The poor kids I was driving him to school (laughs) One morning And um, and Melissa texted me And I thought We're going to have Peloton instructors Here in St. Louis I was so excited And the kids were like Why are you screaming While you're driving so she had to uh, issue an official retraction for her squeeze. I did. It was very sad. So there's no Peloton store coming to St. Louis. There is not. But there is a store coming to St. Louis that will be called Nellitub. <laughs> They're just going to put it up they there got, backwards. They got re- to rearrange all the letters. They're like, okay, what can we make out of these letters? So they're, they're right now Googling like... Anagram calculator (laughs) Yeah fun stuff Man there is nothing worse Than when you buy a pair of sunglasses And then you lose or break them I would agree So what do we do about that (laughs) Well that's where Gooder comes in Their sunglasses are $25 each So nobody likes to throw away $25 But it's a lot better than throwing away A hundred or more dollars On a pair of broken sunglasses right Yeah I mean absolutely I have to say that's not my favorite part About Gooder My favorite part about Gooder Is that when I run They don't slip They don't bounce And they're 100% polarized Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 Day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste. Texture, size Yes None of that with Hero Bread No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs They have like no substance to it (laughs) It's like eating air It is And Hero Bread actually really tasted good And it felt like a solid piece of bread Like I did not feel like I was giving up something I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was Here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO at checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O 
Checking in with the Peloton community. On the Skype phone with us today is Chris Gallant. Am I saying that right? Gallant? That's right, Gallant. You can just call me Gallant. Gallant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have Highlights magazine when you were a kid? I did. I was not good. So did you get a lot of did you get a lot of jokes about that? Uh not not at all. I think I was the only person not, that read it. He's like, not until just now, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Crystal's looking at me like I'm crazy. So there was a magazine called Highlights. I, I remember Highlights magazine. Okay. I was just trying to make the connection. And there was a there was a, so they had the, the seek and find that was always fun, like where the th- yeah. pictures were hidden within the picture, and that was always fun. And but then there was a strip that they like a comic strip in the back called Goofus and Gallant or Goofus and Gallant, oh, probably. Okay. And and, and where it was like there was one kid that would do something really bad, he was goofus, and then there was gallant, and he would do something. He would do the same thing, but appropriately. So, <laughs> so goofus would you know run with scissors, where gallant would do it, would not run with the scissors, and he would walk slowly and have them pointed to the ground. And <laughs> yeah, I, so they taught. I think you. I might have been yes. misnamed. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you actually the kid that ran with the scissors? <laughs> I was the not so smart kid. So. <laughs> He's like, I juggled scissors Yeah, but uh, I had some friends and, and I was always gallant So they had to be goofus <laughs> <laughs> that, Yeah, I mean, if, guess if, you're gonna, if you have that name let's, then Your partner in crime has to be called goofus That's just the price of admission to be your friend Yeah, now just old guy who read Highlights Magazine back in the 19- 1900s <clears throat> Yes <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know if they still make that. No, I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure Sydney gets them in the mail. Oh, she was when we. I yeah. think they stopped, but when 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 we first started going out, yeah, they were showing up in the mail because yeah. I was like, "Whoa, these still exist." <laughs> I was like, "I feel like I'm at a pediatrician's office." Yeah, now I've progressed to magazines with foam rollers and and bendy uh, exercises. Oh, I'm glad you took it there. I thought yeah, we were going a whole like, different oh, direction. What are we, what are yeah. we doing? <laughs> no. What kind of magazines is? Are you buying them at liquor stores? No, no. I mean, what they have. Magazines at liquor stores and, and Tom I don't buy tampons So just you know. <laughs> Nice I have I I take pride In my tampon purchases yeah, Okay He's like That's nice for you Yes Good 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 We can switch man cards later <laughs> Oh I gave up mine Years ago I have I, I have no stake In, in being manly Yeah I like, think no. I've given up Mine a few times I, I can't remember Where everyone placed it <laughs> So how did you get started with Peloton? It's a little bit of a, a boring story, really. I mean, I had a friend who posted on Facebook one of his rides a, a, well, a long time ago, and I had started riding about three or four years uh, before I saw this thing. And so I was already in the riding outside, but I wanted to get stronger and better. And whenever I get into something, I, I try to go full force. And it didn't take me long. I went on the website, read about it, Watched the video and pulled out my credit card. <laughs> was that easy? You were sold. You were like, I, I'm, I'm good with this. So when was that? Um, that was in September of 15. And but I will say, it, I wasn't hooked. I wasn't hooked right away. Um, the, what? the rest of that year, I rode it 12 times. I just loved riding outside so much. And really, I, I tried to start with scenic rides. I just wasn't into it. Really, did not turn me on all that much. But uh, it was January of 16 when. I really got into it because I had reached a point where I was riding a lot outside and I was gaining weight and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Obviously, my eating was part of it, but I just got fed up. I got fed up and and I decided literally that I decided that the Peloton was going to help me with with losing weight. 
So I'm a big per- I'm a big fan of doing something for two weeks. If you do something for two weeks, at the end of the two weeks, you can judge whether to keep going or not. But usually by then, it becomes a habit or a lifestyle. And so I did that. I jumped on the Peloton for two weeks. I didn't get off until I burned a thousand calories a day, and I dropped my diet down to twelve hundred calories. Whoa. Whoa, right. That's not very much. <laughs> That's like what I did. Yeah. Except for the exercise Yeah, part. I was like, yeah, you dropped your calories, but you didn't, yeah. you didn't do a thousand calories a day that you were burning. No. Holy cow. Yeah. And, That's a lot. And it's a little subjective because it's something measuring calories, but I, I had a number. So I went for that number. And uh, three months later, I went to uh, Punta Cana for a work trip uh, about 30 pounds lighter. Wow. That's, nice. That's amazing results. Yeah, 10 pounds Very a month. quickly. Wow. That's great. I just, when, when I did the weight loss study, they had me on 800 calories a day. Wow. And I couldn't go over 800 calories and... I couldn't go over 20 carbs. And so, like, I was losing, like, seven and eight pounds a week. Like, yeah. it, was cr- it was just falling off me. Yeah. Yeah. But, th- but that's not, I mean, it was also, just to be clear, I was in a weight loss study through Washington University, which is a very reputable medical school, and I was meeting with a nutritionist once a week and under <laughs> the supervision of a doctor. Like, I wouldn't recommend someone just be like, yeah, 800 calories. That sounds good. Absolutely like, not. That's, but you know, Probably you not know a the good magic idea. of the of the bite is it eventually it shows you something that surprises you. It shows you something that you magically like, and then you just get into it, and you're just. I mean, for me, it took forcing myself, but once you're on it, it's like magic. It just it pull, it sucks you in, man. So what was that thing that grabbed you? Um, you know, it was the community. Of course, it's something that everyone repeats. But the Facebook community is where you start. You, you see people on there, and then you start matching them up with people you see on the leaderboard a lot. And then you start socializing, and then you can, so my coach asked me about this today. So how did you get to know these people? I'm like, well, <laughs> you kind of talk to them for a little while until you can trust them socially. And then, you know, maybe you reach out in an IM or something. And it takes a level of trust before you can do that. They don't, you know, you don't want them to think you're psycho or anything. But, <laughs> but you know, uh, it made it made me realize today that people still don't get it. And we're a really yeah. special group. The whole Peloton community is really a special group. It's huge, but it's not it's not the world. It's not everyone. And, and so even though everyone feels like the OPP has become so big that they've gotten lost we're really part of a special type group that's very true and i think it's nice how it's it's you know the the opp is still there obviously but it's starting to branch off into other kind of channels on facebook to where you can kind of drill down to like oh well i i'm more kind of this instructor than that instructor and so there are these uh subgroups where you're not quite as on display as when you go into the opp which i think is helpful yes and I've been part of a number of them for for a long time. I don't ride with every instructor always. Um, I tend to kind of scope down to about two males and two females. I like, you know, smaller worlds, but <laughs> I, I like habit and I like the comfort in knowing the instructor. So the ones that I've met, I felt more comfortable riding with. Sure. Yeah. And the groups are fantastic. I mean, some of the leaders of these groups are incredible. I'll tell you what. So do you still do scenic rides or did, is that completely fallen by the wayside? What's a scenic ride? <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still, after two years, trying to talk my mom into buying a bike. And she says, I think I, I think I might like the scenic rides. And I said, yeah, mom, go for it. Let's go. Come on. 
<laughs> Whatever. Talk her into that and then and then show her the instructors and she'll have the real fun. Yeah. The scenic rides are a gateway drug for your mother. Yeah, the, the, you the start key, her with that. The key is to get yeah. her on it, right? Next thing you know, she's free basing instructors. That's right. <laughs> right straight to the veins. Right. <laughs> you do Iron Man's is what Crystal said? Yeah, so I, I can give you the story behind that. Um, Please yeah. do. Uh, so when I first started uh, riding with Peloton, I, uh, my, my first group was the 6 a.m. tribe because I could get up at 6 a.m. and get my workout in, go to work. And, of course, once you do that, you, you feel fresh and alert all day. And your attitude changes at work, and you just become you know a more productive person. So I stuck with it. I went to my first HRI, which was May 6, 2016, and I was lucky enough to have a conference there for the week. So I went in a week early, and my first ride ever in studio was the Maverick ride. Oh, wow. That was the first Maverick ride, not the second Maverick ride. Some people don't know there's two. I've seen that. I did know that little piece of info. (laughs) Yep. So the the first Maverick ride, I roll in, never met an instructor yet. And Jennifer Jacobs is up there and just your first studio ride, they just look like, you know, a celebrity superstar, right? Yeah. (laughs) And one of the riders wore a flight suit for the ride. It was her idea for the ride. Flying Alley, I give her credit. And uh, I met her and Jennifer in the same session, and that's when it really took off. I met, when I met a rider in person and I met an instructor in person, it really just pulls you right in. So everything kind of compounds, and for the next two years, you're joining many groups and meeting many people. And I guess it was in uh, October of 16 that I did a, a Grand Fondo, which is uh, it's a 100-mile road bike up two mountains so it's about 6,800 feet of elevation and then you get this little silver medal at the end (laughs) well one of the people in one of our groups has been suffering from cancer for a long time and so I sent my medal to her uh, unannounced and it arrived in the mail and she thanked me you know on Facebook and said you know she got tearful about it and then she thanked me publicly and and basically said you've inspired me to do a half triathlon will you do it with me and of course you don't say yeah. no <laughs> right <laughs> you know um, i'm perfectly healthy and she's not and here she is trying to do something amazing and of course i said yes and so the journey began and another person in the group posted an Ironman that was coming up and it was Atlantic City half and it was going to be basically 10 months later and I signed up at 12.01 a.m. and then the next thing you know I guess a bunch of people had gotten together and said hey we're going to sign up too so about 20 (laughs) of us signed up and this is a, a group called 100 Days of Exercise I'm sure you've heard of it before yeah these people are amazing they jumped right in to do something that is a huge feat and never have done it before never had trained for it before didn't know what they were up against they just knew they wanted to do it because it's going to be fun and amazing so we all jumped in some of us hired coaches we started working out really hard you know the journey is such a fantastic journey that provides you with experiences i had never swam before and i had to learn how to swim a mile and a quarter in 10 months You had never swam like at all? Never swam before I just frolicked in the ocean In the pool, you know Never swam on a team Was this like open water swim? Open water swim Oh my gosh That's amazing (laughs) So I mean when you throw sharks in there You can swim pretty fast (laughs) (laughs) Or at least faster than the next guy (laughs) We started working out and, And you know we started sharing stories And comparing notes And 
buying equipment and learning from coaches and learning from other people who had done it personally and you know there's we're not terribly special there's a lot of people have done Ironmans before but I'll tell you what we all jumped in you know not knowing what we were up against but we were brave and we stuck it out and the journey was incredible and this past September we finished and it was all smiles and lots of pictures and some (laughs) drinks wow yeah so what was the uh what was the most challenging thing that you had to overcome or do? And what was what did, was there anything that you found really surprising about about the process? Yeah, so you're training so much. I mean, for me, I was training 12 to 16 hours a week. And wow. you just, sometimes you run across injuries. And my in my case, I ran across injuries that were not even training related. I mean, I got a standing desk and I stood all day and I got injured from it. Oh. Can you believe it? How did you... What, what kind of injury did that cause? Hip tendonitis because I was standing oh appropriately. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> so um, I have a weak core, Tom. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, I don't like core exercises, but I mean, it's incredible the number of exercises you have to do to train for an Ironman. And you're just, you get up sometimes four or five in the morning and you sometimes you train like at eight thirty, nine o'clock at night because there's just so many hours in the day and a lot of them are dedicated to family and business so yeah is there a secret to fitting all that in or do you or is the secret that there isn't a secret the secret <laughs> is to get it done no matter what so a lot of us have helped each other out i mean i have i have to admit there's a there's a lot of people who have contributed to each other lately the journey has been a pretty tight group and we kind of called our the Atlantic City group. Mm-hmm. So we had a group of people going up to race. Some of them did relays and some of us did the full race and some of them went to cheer. We had a cheer group. So I don't know if you can imagine, you know who Paige Davis is. Yeah. yeah. If you hear Paige Davis screaming on the side of the road, you, you <laughs> notice. <laughs> and and that energy that, that Paige and Nancy and a bunch of others shouted from the side of the road you know on the or on the boardwalk i mean it's just you can do anything when you hear that stuff when you hear someone pulling for you like that you can do anything wow so that's awesome but there's a there's a couple people and that that i message every day morning and night throughout the day and and it helps you get through it it helps you to talk things out and it's just super helpful everybody says you should take like rest days and you know relax and not overdo it and i would think you know 16 hours a week that's a ton of workouts and a ton of training so how do you not get exhausted how do you keep going even when you are exhausted and how do you make sure that you're not overtraining? well when you're when you're training and you're doing you know five six hour rides on the weekend and two hour runs and things like that you know sometimes resting is actually doing an hour ride or a three-mile run. And then there's other days where you're just doing nothing. The coach will tell you, rest day, do nothing. A lot of times that doesn't go over well with us. But (laughs) (laughs) but you have to do it. And if you don't, you learn that you should have because you get injured. Somehow people who have done things a lot and are experienced actually know more than you do. So it it works out to where um, sometimes you get injured and that's part of the process of learning how to do things. But the journey is amazing and... And the race day is really just the icing on the cake. I mean, the whole experience 
is the best part and getting the race day. And I went into the race on September. I went in injured and not knowing if I'd even finish. Oh, my gosh. And was that from the tendonitis? It's from the tendonitis. And then I went canoeing a week before and hurt my back. So, <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Going canoeing a week before. I like to have fun, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, well, you should have been doing something fun and not canoeing. That's right. <laughs> so uh, how how long does a race like that? T- obviously, it's a race, so some people do it more quickly than others. But but like on average, like how long is that? For me, I probably would have done that in about uh, a little less than six hours. Injured, I did it in six and a half. And wow! And I mean, I I got I, here's you know I made a few mistakes. You make some mistakes along the way. I jumped into the water with my goggles on my head and not over my eyes. Um, oh whoops! <laughs> hey, that's solid. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, so I threw those Ouch. on real quick, and then I had a really nice swim. I I gotten comfortable with my swim. I changed my swim coach and got some pointers, and it worked out really well. Got out and ran to the bike and took my sweet time changing and. And went out on the on the road and my bike, and I pulled back about two miles an hour uh, to save my legs for the run, not knowing whether I'd finish or not. Everything worked out there, so I got my shoes on and started running. And my PT told me to do a run walk, and so I was supposed to run for three minutes and walk for one, but keep the run at, a, at an average pace and notch the walk up to a fast pace. Oh, okay. And so I started feeling really good. I I actually was running with a 65-year-old Indian guy who's about five feet tall. We were going about (laughs) the same pace, having a great time, and so I was feeling good. And it didn't bother me at all that he was younger than me, so (laughs) I I was having a good time. That's awesome. He he was doing it injured as well, and he started kind of going by the wayside. I had to keep going. I wanted to get to the end, and I found a couple other people along the way, and then it started It started to make sense. You know what? Help other people and run with people and make them laugh and be basically a Sherpa. <laughs> show, <laughs> you know, show them the way. Lead the way. Don't just make this about you. Make it about others. And by the time I got to about the six-mile mark, I knew I was going to finish. And I swear the smile on my face went from one ear to the other. <laughs> I bet. I started skipping my walk and doing, you know, seven minutes to one. And by the end, I was actually sprinting the final mile. Wow. wow. Yeah. So That's incredibly impressive. It's uh, The cutoff is eight hours. And I, my best friend went with me. He didn't train a lick. And he did it in eight hours, uh, seven and a half hours. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. <laughs> so if you're asking what the average person can do, it's about seven and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty confident I could not do that in seven and a half hours. I'm, I'm going to agree that yeah. I couldn't either. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I could. I, I told him I was more impressed with what he did than what I did. So, I, he, Was he like... Was he more sore than you the next day? Like, could he, like, not move? Yeah, he was cramping the entire run. And um, I don't know how sore he was the next day, but I tell you, he's an incredible athlete. So uh, I'll give him credit, man. He, he's always been a great athlete. Everything's come natural to him, and that's what he does. He just does that. So have you always been into fitness? or have I mean, you said you rode the bike a few years before that, but before you found Peloton, have you always ridden? Um, I've been riding since about 2011 or so. Um, give or take and it just you know it's it hooked me right in and when this 
uh, challenge, so to speak, came about with the the triathlons. Uh, I was a little, you know, terrified. I was I'm not a runner anymore because I played soccer since I was five years old, and my knees have no cartilage in them. Um, I've had a, a few bike accidents. I have a separated shoulder, and uh, you know, to do a half Ironman with those type of injuries. I just thought I'd destroy myself. I really didn't know I could do it. And so when the when the event was easy for me, I, I got to look back and say that a half Ironman was easy in the end. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a shock. Now, if I'd pushed it really hard like Matt Wilpers or someone like that, I probably would have killed myself. But to do it and wow. just finish, I, I'll tell you, it was a blast. So, I mean, you can really do things. You just have to build up over time. So, so how do you even get started for training for an event like that? Like, how do you even know what you need to do? Well, uh, you can you can do like me. I don't like to read, so I hired a coach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, others like to read, and so there's plenty of books out there. Uh, Tracy Paulson, one of my good friends who we talk every day, she bought every book in creation, and I think she bought one fewer book than I did, but she read them and I didn't. And um, she hired a, a swim coach, and I hired every coach on earth, a couple swim coaches, a tri coach. And I, I happened to hire one of the better tri coaches in the country. And so he's a, about a car payment a month. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and then the sport's not cheap. I tell you, you got to buy a bike, right? So if you, if you don't buy a bike, you can't ride. They won't let you. And oh. So they won't let you rent a bike. You have to. You have to purchase one. Uh, no, you can. You can rent one. Yeah. Oh. I just. I mean, I guess it would be hard to train if you don't own a bike, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you can train on. I actually saw where a guy did uh, all of his training for an Ironman on a spin bike one time. So you don't have to, but it's good to know your bike on race day. So. Sure. I recommend yeah. it. You don't have to go expensive. You can go cheap. Um, you got to buy shoes, and they recommend that you buy new shoes every now and then. You know, two hundred fifty miles or so. Um, how do you, how do you, do you log how much you how do you know how many miles you've put on shoes? Um, you do log them. Uh, I happen to use uh, Strava to do that. It's a okay. It's a fairly cheap app. If you pay for the premium, it's not that bad. I log my bikes as well to to make sure that I know what my mileage is on my bike. It gives me an excuse to buy a new one eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's a there's a, a ton of technical aspects about the sport. You don't have to go through all that. I like to do that kind of thing. I'm a data geek. Um, I like to buy the best things, and I have you know I have this tool I call Norma. It's one of my girlfriends, and it squeezes <laughs> your legs. It actually gives your legs a massage. So I mean, this is there's a few of us that buy all this expensive equipment and use bands and weights and you know other things, and it just uh, can it can really add up. But this the simplest way to do it is just buy the, the least amount of things you can do and that you can do the race with and, and move forward. You can save a lot of money that way. So how do you know if you're if you're ready? Did you when you went into this, did you feel like you were ready or you were like, guess I'll just roll the dice? You know, I didn't think I would finish, honestly, <laughs> with the injury. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, before my bike accident in June, I I was feeling like a killer. I, I felt like I would destroy it. I, I was thinking what time I was going to do. And after the bike accident, it really went downhill, and I had to fight through injuries for about three months. And I went in injured, and we had stopped we had stopped my running about a month before the event. So here I was thinking, you know, my fitness is going to be poor. The muscles in my legs are not going to be built up. And I went in and I killed it. I, I did really well. And I didn't win a podium spot or anything. And, and if you're not on the top three, it doesn't matter. 
So fourth, yeah, fourth is the same as last. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good that point. That is true. Yeah, and I didn't even come in second last, though. So. <laughs> I saw that you were buying a bunch of gear And that you call it your pain cave yeah. uh, <laughs> Is that like a Fifty Shades thing? Yeah, Tom, Tom, over. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in Galant's house stays in Galant's house <laughs> uh, but, but how did you how did you decide what you were going to spend the money on? Because you, you said you don't like to read So what was your research based on? Well, I like pictures. <laughs> uh, um, my my coach gave me a list of uh, strength exercises to do over the winter, and I didn't want to go to the gym. I, I'm not really a gym kind of guy, and um, so I just bought all the equipment and put it in my basement. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's one way to handle it. Yeah. They have like a starter kit, or how do you... <laughs> You know, it's amazing what Google can do. Or you, you think about all the equipment in the gym, and it's pretty expensive. But there's a lot of gyms, gym equipment out there that's that's built for people like me who want to put it in their home. It's not quite as expensive as commercial grade, and it's not quite as cheap as walking into Walmart and buying something there. So Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. 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 So now that you've uh, done one, will you be doing one again or well, one and now, done? Now, now we're getting into the crazy. So we we basically have this mantra now you know where we say that sounds like a terrible idea what time (laughs) um chrissy blackwood and tracy paulson we we got together and we decided you know months ago that we're we're crazy and we started signing up for all these events and anna vanderwooden uh was joining us and you know it just it it has evolved There are probably a dozen people doing this behind the scenes now. And I'll break the news for Paige Davis. She's going to be trying to do a sprint triathlon soon. Wow. We've, we've talked her into it. So, you know, it's just all about inspiring each other and teaching each other what we don't know, giving advice. And there's others who are doing it. And I just think they're incredible. I mean, I know, I know so, what they mean by saying people are inspirational because I look at them and they inspire me. Aw, that's awesome. What a great supportive bunch of people. Yeah, we're, awesome. we're doing great. And there is actually a Peloton triathlete page. And I encourage anyone who who's scared of, of doing something like that, but willing to have the faith that they can do it with a little training. I think they, they should join it and get some advice. Well, that's a great recommendation. Yeah. What's your next race going to be? Or what's your next challenge going to be then? My next A race will be Lake Placid Full Ironman next July. And that's 140 miles, right? It's not only 140 miles, but it's going to be in the mountains. Oh. Yeah. So I love challenge. It scares the hell out of me and I want to do it. (laughs) I hear stuff like that and I'm like, did you lose a bet? What is going on? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't fall asleep and they didn't shave my eyebrows. So. So how long does a race like that take? If the other one is, you know, that six to eight hours, can you just double that? Or does it take more time? Because you get, obviously you're getting tired after that first eight hours or so. Yeah, well, I mean, unless I magically turn myself into Matt Wilpers and finish in like, you know, five hours. Um, <laughs> probably take me somewhere between... I mean, I'll, I'll just say if I turned myself into a badass, suddenly it would probably take me 11 hours. But I'm expecting much longer. You have up till I think it's something like 70, 17 or 18 hours to finish. You start at about 6 in the morning, and a lot of times people will come in after dark. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean that's that's a long yeah yeah. yeah I'm, I'm bringing my PJs with me, so. <laughs> um, so do you have to like qualify for that or anything? And and how far in advance do you have to sign up for something like that? Um, you sign up about a year beforehand, and when they when they first open up the registration, you jump on it because you get the cheapest rate and you're assured to get in. It does sell out, and currently it's sold out um, already. Already. <laughs> And wow. it didn't take long, but it's going to be a huge party. Ironmans are known for being huge parties, and this one in particular hard, is known to be one of the one of the funnest. And it's the 20th anniversary of of that Lake Placid event. Nice. It's going to be huge. wow. And when is that? It's going to be huge. Uh, it's in July <laughs> of 2017. Yeah, you have all the super fit people high on endorphins. <laughs> so, Can't even um, imagine what that after party must look like. Yeah, and I don't know how many participants there are, but I can tell you in the half Ironman we did, there were 2,500. Whoa. Wow. Now, what percentage, uh, maybe you don't know, what percentage make it? What percentage finish, do you know? Uh, you know, I don't know. But I did hear that about 15% of the people run the entire marathon at the end. <laughs> I, I think there's some walking wow. involved, especially when there's mountains. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fair. fair yeah. I mean, we were just in the Rockies over, this, over the summer. And, yeah. I mean, I just know... I mean, just in the car driving, you could feel it yeah. when you started getting up high like that. And you're just like, whoa. Or when we went to the top of Pikes Peak. And yeah. obviously, you know, there, there are there are vehicles for that. <laughs> like, we're not doing anything of true exertion. But even when you get up there and you're like, you're like, oh, it's getting ready to leave. Oh, we better walk a little faster so we don't miss the train back down. And by the time you get to the train, you're like, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you, I got sucked into mountain rides a long time ago. There's nothing like it to me. There's nothing like grinding away for an hour up a mountain. And and it's especially grinding for me. I'm over 200 pounds. I'm not going to say how much over, um, but I'm <laughs> over 200 pounds. I'm, I'm a big boy, and big boys going up mountains with a with a light bike, I have to buy the lightest bike I can. Wow. I have a lot of power in my legs because I'm so heavy and I've been pushing it for so long. But I'll tell you what, I'm not, I'm not fast, but I love the thrill of making it to the top. There's nothing like it. So do you ride back down? or? Is oh, man. If you could be on the back of my bike, you'd have a blast. Because I, I was wondering, because I was like, I would think as much as like riding up the mountain would suck. I would think in its own way, riding down would, like riding up would be terrifying because it would be so exhausting and painful. Riding down <laughs> would be terrifying because how do you keep your bike under control? I mean, I know how hard it was to get the car to break, yeah. let alone to get a bike to break. You know, yeah. Uh, there's some some windy roads and uh, switchbacks in Virginia and. You really, you have to white knuckle your brakes going down the mountain with my body. I mean, two, over 200 pounds, you can get up some pretty good speeds. And when I get a straightaway, it's bombs away. I've gone over 55 miles an hour. <laughs> Whoa. That's, I, I like, I, doesn't the bike get wobbly when you get that fast? Like I would, I, I have, I don't know. I have a lot of practice. I, when I was about 10 years old, I, I, I had that wobbly bike that with the banana seat and the tassels, you know, and, right. and I was coming down a hill and slammed into the ground and slid on my face half the road. Oh. I had one of my best friends in grade school had that happen to him. His, I mean, he, his, the half of his face was paralyzed oh. still. I mean, oh, still is. It can't, okay. they don't fix it, but he had that the exact same thing happen to him. Yeah. Well, mine's still ugly, but it's not paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. We're glad to hear that, that it's not. 
paralyzed. Oh, I thought you were glad to hear he was ugly. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that was harsh. That took a weird turn. Keeps the women away. Uh, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, coming down a mountain uh, at 55 an hour, miles an hour, I, w- I really wish I had hair for the air to go through because it would feel great. But you're going even faster because you're aerodynamic. <laughs> I'm heavy, that's for sure. I'm glass half full kind of guy. Yeah, yeah it's very positive. So no of you. hair gets you. I remember when we were in the Smoky Mountains in the in the car, yeah, and and and, uh, and, it's and a, I was freaking out, and you were and and you were like, slow down, we're going down. And she's you're like she's hitting me. She's like, slow down, slow down. And when we finally get to the bottom of the mountain. Because I wasn't going to tell her why we were doing it. She's like, why wouldn't you slow down? I'm like, because I couldn't. I couldn't slow the car down. Like, I had the brakes to the floor, and it was still going like that. Oh, my God. I, it was but I, terrifying. But I was not about to tell you that in real time. I'm really glad you did it. The whole car would have smelled like pee. <laughs> Tom, you're my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's no no better, no bigger disappointment than to be at the bottom of the mountain and realize you have to pedal now. Oh, yeah. I bet, yeah. What an, I bet that's a real letdown after coming up that a big adrenaline high like that. Yeah. It's gonna I mean, be. You pick up. You get to. Sorry to be gross, but you pick up so much speed coming down the mountain that I've literally seen the guy in front of me split a snake in half when he ran over it. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah, because I'm sure he can't. Like at that point, you can't go around swerve. it. Nope. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you just gotta barrel through. No, nope, but I've always told myself if I ever see a black bear, I'll just hit it because it'll have lots of cushion. <laughs> <laughs> and if you live, what a story! What a story! <laughs> yeah, because you'll probably if you live, you the impact will probably kill the bear if you do it right. Exactly. And then for the rest of your life, you get to tell somebody that you technically killed a bear with your bare hands. Well, selectively, of course, I don't want Peto on my back. Or well, right, no, right, yeah, right, in yeah. self defense. Right, exactly. The bear had a knife. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to kill the bear, but he pulled a gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so back back to Peloton. Sorry, we got we got a little off track. This is all very very fast. See how yes. exciting mountains are. It, 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 that was that was really interesting to hear about for real. Now um, I got that Jane's Addiction song in my head. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Take song. it out. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any uh, fun or crazy Peloton stories to share? Um, you know, I don't know if it's funny or not, but I I posted it. A- <laughs> Those are typically it the is. funniest. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I posted a video on OPP one time. It was it's called a slide video, so you ought to check it out sometime. If you uh, go to the group and you you search for Gallant and slide, you'll see the you'll see the video. And if you watch it, it's pretty neat. But, okay. Uh, okay. Um, but going back to to the bike itself, and most of the funny things happen when you go to the studio, right? So right. the fun times I've had are the Maverick rides when we wore the flight suits. But one of the funner times was when we did a Jimmy Buffett ride. Uh, it's called Five O'Clock Somewhere. I'm not a Jimmy Buffett fan, but I'll tell you what, when they showed up with the costumes, <laughs> I like to have fun. And I had to put a little trust in some people because I, I looked at those things and I realized what we were doing. And I started looking at someone and they said, just trust me. Just trust me. I mean, coconut bras and. <laughs> and gr- that explains the milk. Grass skirts and and you know fake abs, which of course I needed. 
and <laughs> it's just a blast. You, we had lays, and I think someone had a shark on their head or something. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a. Is it a bucket head or a buffet head or something? It's a parrot, a parrot head. head. There you go. So somebody yeah. had a parrot, but I think they had a shark too. Well, I think it's, he's got a line of beer or alcohol of some kind called no, shark something or something. Yeah. He was like, you should have led with that. Yeah. So it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. And you you can't tell I like Jennifer Jacobs at all. So <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I'm a big Jennifer Jacobs fan. I, I do a lot of her rides. And Nicole Molina is one of my favorites as well. But one of the funnest times I had was when I went to HRI uh, this past May. And Nicole, who had already left in the previous October, uh, put an invite out to her fans to meet up with her one night. And boy, was that fun. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Holy cow. About a dozen of us sitting there talking to her. And at the end of the night, we took a picture. And just such a wonderful lady. And um, a few of us were lucky enough to go out with her to a live concert that night. We had such a special time. <laughs> such a special time that I missed Tom's party. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be in two places at once. Yeah, I showed up at the very tail end of that party and got a half a drink poured before they kicked us out. So... Um, but I, it was just a wonderful time. HRIs are always great. I was actually intoxicated at that party. Yes, and you I, were. I don't get uh, liquored up very often. Don't let the Irish surname fool you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just um, the community is just so much fun. I, I can't I couldn't possibly uh, talk to anyone new for only an hour. You know, if, if, I, if we had a new person who didn't have a bike on this call, how do we talk to them in one hour uh, about the bike? You know, we'll end up talking to them for a day and then they'll fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good things to say That's for sure uh, so Just real quick I'm curious backing up What concert did you go to? I was wondering too You know I don't remember the lady's name But it was somebody Who had, she had seen before And it was kind of folksy I think And um, Gotcha It actually reminded me Of a band back in the 80s Called All About Eve But uh, I think no one's heard of that Yeah it doesn't ring a bell And I'm pretty good about bands But that one doesn't ring a bell Yeah it was They're more of a Maybe a gothic folk or something. I'm not sure if it's such a thing But uh, it was a really fantastic time Candles everywhere I should tell you something Okay got it got It does it. it sends a message <laughs> So do you have uh, any advice for uh, newbies That have just received their bike And entered the wonderful world of Peloton Yeah sure You know if if you don't hit it off right away I mean I had a friend buy the bike uh, not long ago And she was into it right away And the minute she got it she was dying to get on her bike all the time but you know if if you get it and and you're a little disappointed and because you your seat hurts or you know your knees hurt or or you the boring scenic rides are there and, <laughs> or you don't get a shout out or whatever you know just just ride for two weeks but also get involved with some of the pages i mean after a while you'll find your niche your tribe uh, and I, and so I just say give it a couple weeks and tribe up. <laughs> tribe, <laughs> tribe up, up. <laughs> like it. Yeah, <laughs> new hashtag. Yeah, I like that. You might have just coined a phrase. <laughs> and then and then, frankly, for me be, and because of what I've been through, I would also advise them not to just stick with the bike. Do the off the bike stuff as well. Um, it's totally worth it, especially the stretching and foam rolling, and it, and it, and even more so if you're going to ride a lot. And and try to try to round yourself off and do some other exercises. Do some walking. Walking is great for you. Um, lots of muscles come from weightlifting. They say. Yeah. Um, statistics show that you get more muscle when you lift heavier things. So swimming is great. I'll never drop swimming from my regimen. And yoga. So. 
That's a very well-rounded workout. Yeah, and the group 100 Days of Exercise is a great way to start. As, as the name says, you just start with day one and try to keep a streak alive. So I've always wondered that. I, I actually belong to that group, and I always feel guilty because I purposely take rest days. So so I feel like I can't really participate because I always take a rest day here and, here and there. Is that no, no. is that like against the rules? The guilt is real. I'm telling you, the guilt is real. So, <laughs> so I actually felt guilty because my rest day, I do one plank. Right? Oh, do a, nice. Do a plank for a minute. Well, I felt guilty doing that. <laughs> All the people in there are so you know badass. So I was like, I don't know how to keep up with these people. But eventually, it kind of kicks in, and you want to do more. And and even, I mean, I'll tell you, you don't have to have a rest day per se, you have to rest the muscles you worked hard the previous day. That's what you have to do. So if you work your bike muscles one day, give them a break the next day and work your run muscles or your walk muscles or your swim muscles. Do some upper body, do some core, things like that. That's your rest day. That makes sense. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in a group called 100 Rest Days. <laughs> well, that's better than 100 Recipes, Tom. <laughs> I'm not that adventurous with food. I, I think he's picked up on that. Yeah, my, my 100 Recipes would all be variations on chicken tenders and pizza. Oh, that sounds like me. Big chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us something about you that's not related to the bike. Oh gosh, you know, um, you know, I, I guess I'd just say the injuries. I mean, I, I don't, I'm nothing special. I, I, I work a lot and I exercise a lot. And, you know, I just tell people, you know, if you have injuries, you can overcome them because running without cartilage in your knees <laughs> is not, not the smartest thing in the world, but you can actually learn how to run properly, you know, and you can swim with a separated shoulder. So, I mean, just make do. And that's just my attitude. <laughs> just, I don't want to be held back. I refuse to be. That's Clearly. awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's very inspiring. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, with all the special people in our group, I, there's no excuses. There's people without legs. There's people with cancer. I mean, how many people have we seen that have had cancer and overcome it? Yeah, and a lot of people have said, you know, that, that if they weren't as healthy as they are, that they wouldn't have kicked it to the curb so quickly or, or recovered so quickly or maybe not have even recovered at all. Yeah, so. I mean, look at Jackie who overcame rheumatoid arthritis. I have a cousin I who I went to see this weekend and told her all about it. She's going to buy a bike because of her. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. She doesn't know it. I didn't tell her yet. But. Well, yeah, because then she'll get the boutique credit. So that's... <laughs> I'm going to tell her after she buys it. Right. You get the referral and then you say, Hey Jackie, by the way. Yeah, I need some new running shorts, so Right. <laughs> well in all fairness, he did tell her. I did he told the cousin. I right. So I mean he did the referring. Her. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's she's got a bad she has all all the symptoms, you know, she she's on the medicine that made her gain weight. I mean it's it's the exact same thing. So hopefully the result will be the exact same thing. I hope so. Yeah. She's got a got a big a lot of food changes to make too if she follows, you know, Jackie's plan. But I it's done wonders for her. She's like a different person. It's yeah, amazing. You, you can't argue with the results, that's for sure. That's right. And when I go down there I can fight over the bike with her. <laughs> I'll be John now you can go to <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to get some muscles, too, before I go down there. <laughs> to go with your fake abs. That's right. I mean, that guy can squeeze me like a nutcracker. <laughs> so if people want to find you on the bike, again, your leaderboard name is? Gallant. 
<laughs> so how did you come up with that? Yeah, how did you come up with that? <laughs> you know, I'll have to ask my father's father's father. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, what a quinky dink. Yeah, I tried a bunch of things, and, and I just, you know, I started thinking, this is silly. You know, people call me Gallant, so... Well, I just call myself Gallant, you know. And it's not like your last name is Smith or right. Jones. Like <laughs> it's, it's you know what I mean. It's it it it's it's got a ring to it's it. It's simple and it means something. It means brave and courageous yeah. and chivalrous, right? So, nice. I'm I'm at least brave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do a run like or that. Stupid. No way. <laughs> it's a thin line sometimes. <laughs> admittedly, it can be both. Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's not always either or. That's right. No, it it does take a lot of bravery to just say I'm going to do that no matter what. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and I and yes. I I'll tell you what I've learned this year with my group of crazy people is that I love to have fun, and we all do. And I, I'll do anything to have fun. You tell me I'm going to do Lake Placid in the mountains next year. Guess what? I'm going to smile the whole time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I found that smiling makes hard things easy. It's it's true. Yeah. I, I was writing with uh, Christine Diercole the other day, and she really cracked me up because she said, I don't have you smile during these rides because I want you to smile. I have you uh, smile so that it releases endorphins yeah. into your brain. It, uh, <laughs> and then, Crystal, and, it's true. I tell you what, when I started smiling during the half Ironman, it became easy. I'm not kidding. And and I'm convinced. I'm, I'm convinced that Christine is right. Well... It, whatever works is what I say, but I, 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 it still hurts when I do when I smile. I think it's because I can tell I'm fake smiling. Uh, I need to convince myself it's a real smile. Uh, I've seen your <laughs> smile; it's almost as pretty as Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking maybe I should start smiling when I deal with my ex-wife. <laughs> I've tried, Tom. It doesn't yeah. help. No, I've tried for almost a decade. Trust but, Tom, we know, we know now what it takes for you to have fun on the bike. So it's time. It's getting to be time. So on that note. I can't get you. I can't talk you into a triathlon until you start riding at least. <laughs> well, that's a that's a reason to not start writing. Right. Well, it's just like it's just like eating broccoli or something. You got to smile to make it fun. Oh, I oh. I don't think he could choke it down. Yeah, <laughs> she's seen me try stuff like that. I yeah, it's it's not pretty. It's not. It's not but you'll you'll like it later when it you know when you're healthy and everything. So. He's not giving up on you, Tom. No, they all they all try. <laughs> I'm going to sick a few people after you soon. <laughs> oh, HRI is going to be fun. I know. It's like, on second thought, I'm going to tell Chrissy Blackwood about I think I'm coming you. down with something. <laughs> Uh, so, well, I guess on that note, <laughs> uh, before we go, where can uh, people find you if they want to find you places other than the bike? Well, I'm on Facebook as Chris Gallant, and I'm on Instagram as Gallant's Place. So those are the two awesome. people. Awesome. Yeah, and most of the time I'm, I'm on there, or the other half of the time I'm on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they may have to look a little harder to find you there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dying, you know, from... Uh, I don't get to go for PRs anymore, you know. Triathlons are all about... Uh, riding for tomorrow So you'll find me in the middle Or lower part of the leaderboard these days Just riding in zone 2 And, and trying to shed fat That's 
That's great, but I assure you, I've never seen you in the middle of the leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I PR'd one day uh, and surprised the heck out of myself. I tell you, it was a, it was a great surprise because my coach just said go for it, and I went for it, and I got probably a hundred higher than I thought I was going to. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, I mean, the, what 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 is your PR? I'm just curious. I know it's got to be insanely massive. What is your PR? I think it's something like seven oh five now. Wow! And it started at uh, four something. Um, which is probably where I ride now in zone two. Wow. And um, well. I, one of the biggest tools, and I don't, I guess I don't owe this guy a plug or anything, but one of the biggest tools I've used are these pedals that are independent and they build up the muscles in your legs and teach your legs how to spin right. They're, um, hmm. they're, I can't even picture how that works. Yeah, they're special cranks. And so if you wanted to one leg it, you can one leg it without taking your foot off the other side. So, huh. so I, I do a lot of training off the bike on... Um, you know, a special bike and I do obviously do running and swimming. And so I'm well-rounded. I don't just ride the pellets, but when you, when you go out and you try your hardest once in a blue moon and you figure out that all of a sudden you're stronger, yeah, <laughs> it's not bad news. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet that's a pretty and, awesome feeling. Yeah. And, and it can get to you, you know, riding, Riding it in zone two makes you feel like, Oh, I'm getting weaker. But if you just keep at it, you're, if you're doing all the right things, you'll get there. And I highly recommend to people the power zone training that Matt does. It's fantastic. It is. And I, it's it's already made me stronger, and I haven't been doing it that long. So I, I definitely recommend that. And the, the heart rate training is also yes. really great, especially together. Very good combo. Yes. And I my uh, bike workouts for my coach are basically alternating between those two things. So I don't – I really don't ever – I don't get to follow the instruction of the coach as much. I do my own thing on the bike, even when I'm on the Peloton. But what I'm doing helps and what Matt doing helps and the HR training that other coaches are doing helps. It's really great. Peloton can make you a triathlete even when you're not even when you don't know it. That's awesome. It is. Yeah. Another Good plug for Peloton. Totally. And their success story. That's what we do. See, see how I threw the triathlon part in there, Tom? Yeah. I, <laughs> see how I didn't reference it? <laughs> We're not just making bike riding radio, guys. <laughs> We're going to jump in the pool, too. I told C. Toddy if he didn't get in the pool, I'd disown him. <laughs> well, I, I, I think he's planning to do that, right? Sure like that's is. A, he's, he's doing a sprint in Idaho coming up not too long from now. I thought so. Yeah, that's yeah. also amazing. Dude, uh, talked I've... him into it. Guess who's next? Ron Kafori. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. And now he's on the hook because he's on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. We we uh, we really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a blast. See you on the leaderboard. Talk to you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Here's today's recipe for success. So what would Chris Gallant like to shove down our throats? Well, it's interesting that you asked that because I asked Chris Gallant for a recipe and he said that he's a lot like you and that he's not very adventurous in his eating. Now, he still eats healthfully, so he's not like you in so that he's, regard. He's Nothing like me. <laughs> but but he doesn't have a whole lot of exciting recipes. So he offered up a recipe from Tracy Paulson instead. <laughs> and it doesn't have a name. So he suggested that you name it. Okay. Tell me what's in it. Okay. Here we go. Quinoa. 
What the hell is that? <laughs> Sounds like it already has a name. It's Ken. <laughs> We've talked about it before. It's like a grain, like looks like little seeds. It's like a rice. Okay. It's a rice. You're going to be able to pass a random drug test at work after you eat this? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ken Watt. Okay. Did I make that joke last time too? No. Okay, that's good. I don't least. think so. I have to go back and listen. Uh, <laughs> no, chia we seeds. Won't. Chia seeds? Chia seeds. Chia seeds? Yes. Okay. All right. Hemp hearts. Okay, there's no way you're passing a random drug test after this. What's next? Meth? <laughs> Again, not your ex-wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla protein powder. Okay. A dash of cinnamon. The only thing you've recognized. Yeah, so far. Non-dairy milk. Okay. Let it sit overnight and top with fruit of your choice. Let it sit overnight. Is this another one of those things that's going to turn into a living thing? <laughs> like you wake I, up in the morning and it pours itself into a glass? Nope. It doesn't. He didn't say let it sit like on the counter. He just said let it sit. So like you don't drink it. You pour all that stuff in, in there and then you put it in your fridge overnight. I assume because it's non-dairy milk. It could go either way because technically none of those items. But I would want it to be cold. So that's yeah. why I would stick it in the fridge. And then you put fruit, your fruit of your choice on the top. So let's go, Tom. What do you uh, got? I think I'm going to call it gross. <laughs> that's not a name. It is a name. It's a descriptor. It's also a name. <laughs> so if you'd like the gross shake. <laughs> that's what it's called now. That's what it's called now. Yes. Okay. I'm going to run that by Tracy Paulson before I post it. <laughs> I think she'll be fine with it. <laughs> well, she probably will think it's hilarious. <laughs> I can't even imagine trying to drink that. There's no way I would get any of that down. I mean... I think if you handed me that beverage, as soon as I smelled it, I would only create more beverage. I think that's probably true. Yeah. I've seen you try to drink a smoothie. It wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. It's not like... I know. I know. I'm not just being obstinate. I, I can't know. do it. I know. Yay, recipe. So, <laughs> so uh, if they want to drink the gross shake, yes. they can find the recipe. <laughs> at theclipout.com. Yes, or at facebook.com slash theclipout. It will live in both places. It will. And why would you not want to drink something called a gross shake? <laughs> I'm in marketing for a reason, people. <laughs> So uh, that brings us to the end of another episode of The Clip Out. It does. Who, pray tell, will we be speaking to next week? Michael Klein. Michael Klein. And Michael's claim to fame is? Michael has a really great backstory of how he found the Peloton. And he has not been a writer all that long. So we get to hear it from more of a newbie perspective. Awesome. We haven't had like a more a, a newer rider on in a while. I know. So cool. Well, that's what we have to look forward to. Yep. And uh, so there. Yes. That's uh, that's it for this episode. Um, if you would like to find us online again, you can do you can find Crystal at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe or on Twitter at Clipout Crystal or on the bike at Clipout Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show at theclipout.com. Our brand spanking new website still smells new when you <laughs> when you log in. And you can also find us at Facebook.com slash 
the clip out. And yeah, we don't have anything else. So there, find us on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, or uh, wherever you get your your podcast from. If you're not an Apple person, you can get it through a myriad of other avenues. Google Play Store, Stitcher, Acast, all that stuff. So we should be pretty much wherever you get a podcast, you should be able to find us. So you have no excuses whatsoever. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and until next time, keep peddling. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about.